What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another movie review. I'm Chase Lee, reviewing for DallasMovieScreenings.com, and the movie I want to take a look at right now is The War with Grandpa. Now, this one comes from 101 Studios. It is directed by Tim Hill, and upset that he has to share the room he loves with his grandfather, Peter decides to declare war in an attempt to get it back. So definitely like a slapsticky family comedy, um, a brisk little watch for young ones that you know are interested in this, so... It's kind of the vibe it's going for, like a mix of Home Alone and pretty much every other family <laughs> uh, slapsticky comedy that's probably come out in the past like 10 years or so. So it's just another one that kind of bleeds in with the bunch. But it runs at an hour and 34 minutes. And, you know, going into it, I didn't really see a lot of advertising for it. I saw one trailer to it and I thought it looked like cheap garbage. I'm like, just keep it real with you guys. Wasn't really looking forward to it. Um, but I give every movie a shot. Uh, so when I had the opportunity to review this, I was like, of course, I'll take it. I like me some Robert De Niro. And if he wants to do more family stuff when he, uh, offsets it with stuff like the Irishman, that awesome, do it, <laughs> you do you, uh, type of, uh, deal. But it's actually got a pretty decent cast for this type of film that looks like a cheap, you know, family comedy that was like stuck in the early two thousands or something. So yeah, so I gave it a shot. And while the trailer did not win me over, it looked like it was going to be unbearable pain for an hour and a half, it actually turned out to be decent. Is it the best thing I've seen? Absolutely not. Is it the worst thing I've seen? Absolutely not. It's just kind of somewhere in the middle. It just kind of floats there. Um, it's uh, in one ear, out the other ear. And when the credits roll, you're like, okay, that was whatever. And then you just move on with your life. So... um. So this film is kind of broken up into two different things. And, you know, Tim, director Tim Hill here, I think he knows that the the thing that people are going to, like, gravitate towards and make them want to watch it is the slapstick comedy. So the comedy aspect about this film, I would say, is a mixed bag, where some of the stuff is kind of stupid. Uh, it is littered with puns. Some of them, you know, made me chuckle a little bit. It's uh, it's actually got some uh, interesting dark humor that's thrown in there. Uh, maybe even like some risque like uh, innuendos and stuff. It, so some of the stuff kind of caught me off guard for a PG rated film, and even I chuckled at some of the jokes. Uh, but some of them, like I said, it's stuff that we've kind of seen before. It's really uh, some of the comedy was desperate. They really just kind of you know throwing it out there as hard as they can to make you laugh and kind of see what sticks uh, type of deal, but. Yeah, the comedy overall for me as a 30-year-old person, kind of mixed. There was, like I said, a couple things I will admit to that actually got me um, to smirk a little bit. But in terms of putting my mindset into like a family that may, that might want to watch this, I think you might enjoy it, actually. You'll enjoy it way more than me. Um, and for me that doesn't have kids yet, you know, I think I, I found it to be decent entertainment. But I honestly think that people might have fun with this. They, they really will. So that's the comedy aspect. The other aspect, uh, you know, being the family dynamic and the drama and kind of the characters that we're dealing with, I think is also fine. Um, there's a lot of moments between the grandson and the grandfather that are quite touching. And, you know, you need stuff like this to kind of pad in between the uh, slapstick stunts. Because you, if you have it for just nonstop slapstickery for an hour and a half... 
people are going to get very tired. They're going to get very bored with it. So you need to have scenes that slow it down a little bit. Let us get to know the people that are playing these pranks on, on one another. And you can definitely tell there is a chemistry there. Uh, I, I do actually think that Robert De Niro and Oakes Fegley have a pretty decent chemistry when it comes to a grandfather and a grandson and that relationship. You know, it, it's playful, it's fun, and there's even uh, a couple of moments where we get to know a little bit more about the grandfather's backstory and, like, you know, maybe some of the problems that Oakes is dealing with at school. And it's just, yeah, it's stuff we've seen before, but it's nice to have those kind of, like, warm moments uh, in between. And it, it, it puts a charm on this film. That way, when you get to the end of it, it's just like, oh my god, that was that was comedy for an hour and a half nonstop. Uh, but no, it's got several moments where, like, you, you know, it's not it's not Shakespeare, but you know, there's several moments where, like, the writers understand that you need those um, scenes and situations to really let us uh, get to know these people a little bit better. That way, by the end of it, we actually kind of like the relationship a little bit. Um, so yeah, they are the two main people in the forefront of this film there's a lot of side characters as well and they have their own problems uh but they're mainly they're just there for a nice support but you're you're mainly here for the lost relationship that this grandfather and grandson have and having them uh kind of repair it on the way even if it's through comedy so you know that's what we're dealing with like i said it's not oscar level <laughs> screenwriting but it is there and so i think tim hill does the best that he can to balance both of those um, I, I will say before I get into the, the performances, it is a cheap looking film. It looks like a film that was, uh, shot to go directly to a $5 bin at Walmart. It just does. It, it looks very, very, uh, flat in terms of just visual aesthetic. There's just really nothing pleasing going on. Um, and it also does look like it's a film that's stuck in, um, in time, you know, maybe like the early 2000s. Like I mentioned earlier, it does not look like a film that came out in 2020. I'm just being straight up. So, the last thing I will say before I wrap this up, because there's honestly not that much to talk about. Um, the performances. Listen, Robert De Niro is a legend. He can do whatever he wants at this point. Because he's in some of my favorite films of all time. And if he wants to go from you know uh, acting some of these like really high caliber films to doing like a family comedy... I respect that. It's the same thing with Morgan Freeman. Uh, you know, they got they got grandkids now. It's just like they just want to have fun and do something more uh, for for families, and they can do stuff for more adult fare too. So he's having a blast. I I, I will not, um, you know, ding him on on that. But like, there are a couple moments where like it is that Robert De Niro that we love, where he has the you know those calmer moments. You know, he's just like just talking with his grandson, just talking to him about his day or like, you know, what's going on or, you know, telling him about his life and maybe like where he worked. And, you know, those are, those are nice little moments and he's, he's feeding into it. And so I, I love that he's going 100% into the quieter stuff, 100% to the, the slapstick stuff. I, I commend him for the, the commitment that he, he has in this. Uh, it is baffling that Uma Thurman's in this, but she's fine. Uh, Rob Riggle, fine. Oaks, Oaks Fegley, uh, I've, I've kind of been whatever on him on his career thus far. Because um, in some of the movies, he's just not good in. He's fine in this. I think he actually needs to do more like family comedies. Because this is kind of like where his wheelhouse is for right now. And as he gets older, if he wants to kind of dive into more of the more dramatic stuff, I'd say go for it. You know, he's got a promising career, so there you go. 
And then uh, some of the other cast members that show up uh, in terms of supporting players are, are quite fun, I guess. Um, but I won't ruin those if you want to kind of just jump into this blind. So, I mean, that's it. that's basically it. There's really nothing more to discuss. Now, I'm sure people are going to wonder, because this is playing in theaters, is it worth it to go to the theater? No, it's not. Um, if you want to see it and you want to take your family out there, go watch something. I'm not going to stop you. Uh, and I actually do think a lot of families are going to enjoy this. But in terms of seeing it in the theater right now with everything going on, I'd say wait for it. But if you are itching to find new entertainment for you and your young ones, this is honestly not a bad one. There, There's worse stuff out there, folks. There really is. So I, I'm going to give The War with Grandpa a C. It's just kind of down, down the middle for me. It started out rocky. I'm not going to lie. But as it kept going along, I started to get into it a little bit more. And by the end of it, I was like, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> so... Let me know down below what you thought of the war with Grandpa. Uh, you know whether you loved it, you hated it. I read all the comments, even if I don't reply to all of them. If you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe to my YouTube channel so you can get up to date on whenever I review anything. If you're more of a podcast person, I do these both at the same time, record them both. Um, the Real Me and Colin Movie Podcast podcast feed. If you know podcast um, listening uh, to reviews is more of your your style, I have it in that as well. But that will do it for this review, guys. I'm Chase Lee for DallasMovieScreenings.com. And tune in next time for whatever I review next. I will see you guys later.